0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Fast Get Rewatch, Season 3, Episode 13, I'm Cut My Hats, and with me is Red Nightmare. This episode smells like lilac. (laughs) Just hang on a minute, let me... Mmm, yeah, smells good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, Episode 13, Season 3, Scratch and Sniff is the episode's name. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we're back after last week, which was Meltdown, with Talon being drawn to the surface of her sun and all that stuff people Mm -hmm. acting that last week had people acting very strangely this week also kind of i don't think it's so much the people as the show itself yeah (laughs) it's a bit of both i think so we're back on moya to catch up with everybody and so before we actually do get into it i want to say that the previous episodes of on Moya have been waiting around for something to happen, really. Yeah. And in this episode, things happen.
1: I'd still argue that from a big story perspective, oh, yeah.
0: nothing happens, but,
1: yeah, yeah. oh boy, is this a fun episode.
0: Yeah, this is this is a fun episode with a lot of things going on. That's what I, yes. I meant, rather than, you know, sitting around in space waiting for something. Yeah, this is great. This is really a lot of fun. So um, we'll start things off. Uh, <laughs> cause, so you know how on the previous episodes... The uh, crew of Moya, which we've got John, Dargo, Tiana, Jewel, have been getting on each other's nerves a bit and wanted to get some shore leave, and then Mm -hmm. uh, they said, look, we'll do that at the uh, last episode on Moya, which was incubator so we open this episode in a bar like it just yes. starts with like pan, panning shot along the bar with lots of shots lined up on it colored flaming like, shots some flaming shots yeah and some aliens walking by in the background a lot of people there and we go zoom or oh, like we come up to john and dargo arguing yeah <laughs> and it's like no how am i like a sebation john says like, you're exactly like you know, you think you're better than everybody. So they've been here for a while, you know, having some drinks and chatting and arguing. Chiana comes over, acting a lot more drunk and like, hey, how are you doing? You guys need to have fun. Yeah, have some fun. And says that Pilot banished them from Moya because they. We well, get a argue- quick cut of them, like
1: really short cut of them standing in front of Pilot and being like, no, you, you, are arguing. No, you're
0: arguing. <laughs> and... That happens a lot in this episode. Yeah, when somebody
1: says something. It flash cuts to that and it flash cuts back.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of jumping back and forth in this, and it's a lot. And certainly in the first few scenes, it's confused. It's like, why, what, why is this jumping all over the place? Or characters talking, and then while they're talking, you see them moving in a different scene where they're not talking. Or they'll like do something or say something, and then it'll get repeated immediately, like very quickly. Yeah, it's like hey, hey, hey Yeah like uh did three times the same piece. Yeah, it's it's really a lot of a lot of edits and a lot of cuts and a lot of cutaways. So when it works? It kind of works. Early on, like these first few scenes I'm like, What is happening? But it becomes sort of clear as to why in a bit. So yeah, Pilot banished them from Moya because they were arguing all the time. It's like look, just go and have some fun just get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and jewel then comes over and she's even drunken uh drunker than uh, drunker indeed than uh chiana and they're like hey i've had she's actually doing like perfect <laughs> like drunken voice of like how mm. you guys doing I, was <laughs> like,
1: I, I, I can drink you all the same <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> so shut like, up and Ooh. so then Tiana and uh, Joel go off to go have some more fun, and uh, after they go off, there are some women looking around at John and Dargo, and they're talking to a woman, tiny alien woman, and
1: it freezes on on that alien woman and John narrates like, well, that's Raxel. she's behind all of
0: this. <laughs> like wait, John S- is narrating this suddenly there's a voiceover. I'm like, what what where oh." Eh? How- and it's like and
1: then those two ladies come up to them the the alien was talking to and it's like these two girls
0: well we never got their name <laughs> yeah and they've got like i think they're supposed to be sort of alien cuz they've got some they've reason they've reasonably like human looking but they have some feathers around their head yeah makeup mm- around their eyes yeah blue and green feathers and so they're like hey and um are you two have a couple? <laughs> it's like, what? Us? Like, meaning John and Dago like, no, what? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, no. And so they're like, eh, and then they start dancing with them and smash cut to the next morning. <laughs> no, no, no. There's one other thing because we
1: see somebody else on the other side of the bar. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It, it freezes on them. That's Fitor. He's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> dressed in black. <laughs> He's got and like then it freezes on the bed a little bit later freezes on the bed sitting next to him. That's Fator's henchman. I don't know
0: his name. <laughs> <laughs> other bad guy. Yeah, other bad guy actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, then they go off dancing with the two women, and then we do Smash Cut to the next morning. Yes, with John lying on the ground, his face
1: covered by a sheet or something, and Dargo being like, John!
0: Oh, Brighton, wake up, get up! Oh my head. And he p- pulls the cheat off, and he's like, where are we? What's- where's the girls? Feathers. We're girls, right? Wow. <laughs> Doug is like, they took our stuff. They took our currency. John's like, we got rolled? <laughs> <laughs> they spiked our drinks. And I was like, ah. Oh. And my pulse pistol. Where's my pulse pistol? Doug? is like, You're droll, you idiot. You, you pulse pistols at the pod. They don't allow weapons here. I like, Ah. <sighs> And John's like, oh, God, okay. So he stands up and starts getting dressed. He puts yeah, his no, shirt on. He,
1: he looks, and apparently they're sitting inside a big round window, <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people outside laughing at them. Looking in, including Raxel, who was yeah. at the bar before. Great acting underneath that makeup, by the way. Yeah,
0: but so, God, I, this is just really fun uh, because yeah. John's like, Getting dressed, puts his shirt on, and stands like Dargo's still on the floor, stands over Dargo. And then, because we then cut from the outside looking into there, we see that John is wearing stockings.
1: Yes. <laughs> and a pair of other pads, that's
0: it. Yeah, boxer's got stockings and his green t
1: shirt. <laughs> then Dargo says, Look, honey, get dressed. Get dressed. I am dressed.
0: And it looks down and says, Ah!
1: And then just runs around the corner, and the music to this is perfect. By the way, can I just say that? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good for this entire episode. And he runs out of shot, and then pokes his head back one more time.
0: There's ah! a little music cue of like. <laughs> he pops his Got head back. To
1: opening credits.
0: Yeah, that's the op- that's the opening credits. <laughs> so
1: technically, they didn't introduce the problem at the start of the episode, but I am completely okay with this.
0: I mean, I think the problem was like they had their stuff stolen, I guess. Yeah, okay, that, that's fair. <laughs> so we come back from the titles and I think we come back to Pilot. Yes, we open on Pilot and John. Pilot says to Crichton that they said, you have to be away from where for ten solar days and I meant ten. Like, Pilot's yeah, annoyed. You're back after two. Yeah, <laughs> Crichton's like, look man, I'm trying to explain what happened. He told me that if I explained, I got to stay, right? Pilot's <laughs> <I was> like, <sighs> on. Fine. And so what's actually happening is John is telling the story of what's happened to Pilot. That's what we're seeing. Which is why I think it's jumping around and why there was a voiceover from John. Having seen this episode two times, some of the
1: scenes they used... To cut in, mm. are actually from at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is probably telling this with a hangover.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, okay, and then there's this guy, oh, right, but that happened later, and then this, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know, exact. anybody who's tried to tell the story and hasn't, like, just can't stick to a proper timeline, it's just jumping around all over the place. So then we're back into the story, and uh, Crichton and Daga are on the beach, yes. arguing, like, looking out their hangover this is your fault no man what about the stuff where are the girls I don't know I haven't seen them and outside of the, they're basically they're on, they're on a beach actual beach and there's like big tents and stuff and they're inside one of those on inflatable chairs and uh, looking in from outside there's a bunch of aliens including Raxel again and she so she's doing here? and so Dargo they go to grab her it's like hey hey what do you know and like throw her down onto the chairs like did you take our currency she's like no no, no I didn't I didn't I didn't <laughs> Yeah, it's like you stop putting that accent on
1: just because it's funny. That's no, actually that's, how she sounds Yeah,
0: she's like Oh I didn't ah oh. and um she knows what happened to the females. Now let's have a quick description of Raxel. So she's got grey, blue, green skin, hey. uh, sort of red eyes with yellow irises and basically what looked like somewhere between like horns and tentacles like wrapped like curling around where her sort of ears would be. Yeah, very cl- and very close to the the head. It's actually the part part of the head. Now, I'm just sticking out. Do you know who this is? Making her third appearance in Farscape. Oh, judging by her height, that has to be the wife of Emirater. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is Francesca Buller. <laughs> Here again, having previously played Malie in Bone to Be Wild and Rona in Look at Princess. She consistently is a good actress. Yeah, and- I love this character. Oh yeah, she, she plays this character really well. She's sort of very much like the wheeling and dealing. It's like no, half a four. It was like that weird, you know, <laughs> little
1: little gremlin okay. sort of thing. When you when you were seeing this character, what was the first person you
0: thought of? It's a Dibbler. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about.
1: <laughs> Cut me on throat, get Dibbler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was I knew it would be yes, in one
0: line on that definitely.
1: one. Oh no, I I know exactly what's going on. Honestly, oh, that help you? Cut me your throat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's cutting me your throat though. <laughs> but so she says she knows what happened to their females, the grey one and the really annoying gold one. <laughs> which is, like, yes, that, that, that's about right. So I've got a she says I've got a recording. I've got a recording and that will show you and Crichton's like, I'm not sure if i buy this arguing about it and she says, well, you're not very smart but him, him, putting the Dargo like, he's got a brain, like, he knows what's up. Okay. okay, if you start saying that Dargo has a brain, you clearly are playing us. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Dargo, but he's not the brains of the operation. So, John still doesn't quite believe her, but then she shows them Jules com, well, it's a com badge that yeah. they have and it's like, this is, Dargo's like, this is Jules, it's like, how do you know? it's Because me- it's melted from when she would be screaming. Yeah. Like, melted out the edges. So she's so, look, come with me, I'll show you. I'll show you what's... what happened. Uh, she takes to two, another alien. An uh, alien called Hangi, and the guy's name is Kabar. Oh god, it's... again, this looks so cool. It's like a mantis. Yeah, uh, my note's to say, Mantis Man. So it's a mantis man sat on like a on a bed. It's got almost like a hammerhead shark head with eyes on either side and a sort of mouth in the middle and tentacles coming off the back of it. And he sort of sat down there, splayed out with his legs up and just resting on there. And yeah, it's it's a really cool looking puppet and very alien design, which I always yes. always like that sort of thing. So she's like, well, look, let me show you. He's got basically he has tentacles that have eyes on the end of them. Yes. And they can continue working even when they're detached from him. The nerves still send impulses even when they're detached. I'm like, yeah, Just just go with that, it, man.
1: That's not how it works, but let's, just, let's
0: assume it does.
1: It's alien
0: yeah, no. biology, whatever. <laughs> let's just go with it. So he's got eyes everywhere, and he can show them a recording of what happened in the bar the previous night. But we can't actually back into pilot. He's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> I, did, I do not believe that th- this is a real alien like, no that didn't happen he's like look would you just let me tell the story like yeah, this is this just really out, happened man the story <laughs> pile's like oh fine and so <laughs> kabar doesn't really want to give it to them because he people usually pay for this and so Raxel hands over some money and john's like hang on where do you get that because it looks like the same currency they had. is like all our tokens or whatever they were called, they were all stolen. She's like, oh, no, it's it's mine. It's just, it just happens to be the same. It's a, big, no, what? Right. it's a big universe. Did you put your name on it? No, no, you didn't. It's mine. It's my currency. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and Kryon's just like, well, what? They're suspicious, of course, but like, okay, well, let's do this. And the yeah. way they view the recording is they grab a tentacle from the alien's head and just put it up to their eye. Yeah, and it's like, f- wait, what? <laughs> It's a first response like okay fine. And so when they plug it in, it's not it just the holodeck. Yeah, basically it's not just a, you know, a screen there in the bar and they can walk around and you know nobody can see them cuz it's recording but they can just wander about. And again, this is sort of a lot of quick cuts and a lot of jumping back and forth and so on. So what we see, then, is that Jewel and Chiana were, you know, having some drinks, and they basically start putting on a show to impress the audience. Of that's people. one
1: of the things. There's also, like, before they start, after Jules is down to drink, they they start, like, dancing, and, like, oh, they're getting along again.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Well.
1: They start dancing
0: together. Gratitiously. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I, I, uh. well, at least they're not screaming at each other. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's an improvement. And so... <laughs> <laughs> they then start I guess performing because the crowd clears and there's like a line mm-hmm. empty space and so Jewel first of all just does a run up and starts doing a bunch of backflips along yeah. the along crazy the crazy gymnastics. Yeah. And I think I I'd have to look at it again, but I can't tell if that cuts to a stunt woman or not <laughs> But Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I think it I does think but... for, certainly for the end part where Jewel no, like, like bounces care. up and is like, Hey, that that might that might have been just for uh, the shot. Yeah.
1: But I, I I was wondering if these things that they do, if that's the actual or not. Well,
0: I know that for what Chiana does, that's actually something Gigi Edgely can do, because what Chiana does is she grabs, uh, I guess, what are they called? Fire poi. Basically, the balls are on fire on the end of stick, on the end of uh, uh, string, string, and sort of twirling them around and twirling them over. head and on either side of her you know you would have seen people doing that at like fairs or like Mm -hmm. busking or something like that and actually it is something that Gigi Edgley knows how to do and she juggles like she actually does juggle like fire sticks and boy in in real life and she she was noticed that they did it she was doing it in her off camera time and they're like hey we can use this nice on the show and so yeah she starts doing that and starts whirling them around and she actually called over a guy it's like, yeah, hey, to you. perform four. Yeah. And he <laughs> so when she's finished, she starts throwing them really, really fast and he just keels over backwards. Apparently she hypnotized him. Or yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's like he falls down, his money shoots up him. <laughs> and China's like, Heh, I just want to bet and just grabs a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, and it's like make it a big glass. <laughs> <laughs> so while she's ordering her drink, she's approached by Fitor, guy we saw earlier and like, he's just a. looks like a relatively normal Sebastian guy. He's got very light blue contacts, though, in his eyes. So he's like, a little bit off. But he's, um, he's like, hey, come over here. I want you to try something. And it's like, oh, no. The first thing he says when he goes up to her is, mmm, you smell exotic. And it's like, oh, oh that's a bad start. This is like, like, a, yeah, no, a heads up. Creep, like, creeper alert. Creeper alert. Yeah, this is a heads up. As opening lines go, that's one of the worst. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Floating tips with red hats. Yeah, so he starts out with that, and then is like, "Hey, I want you to try something," and gets out a little jar of something, little vial of it. He then gives it to her to try. And initially, I thought, "Hey, is this the thing from Look at the Princess?" Yeah, I also thought that because it's about the same size as the little vials they would use. And I thought I couldn't tell if he put it on his tongue, but then she puts it on his tongue. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna oh." But no, she sniffs it, it's actually something else. And then she's like, oh. Oh, it's like she gets punched in the face, like that type of, oh, response. And yeah, she's clearly under the influence of this thing. And like, oh, so that's what happened. And they sort of pop back out of the tentacle. They get personally ejected, actually. Right, yeah. Because Kabal's like, hey, you didn't pay me to go against this guy. I didn't realize I was looking for him i'm not helping you with that john's like who the hell is that anyway what's his name and so we find out that basically he's fetal and he he basically takes the really good looking women and gives them a sniff of that stuff and it'll make them do anything
1: like party all night yeah day, raxel says
0: and we see a cut to uh this big sort of white room with a red chair in the middle and a woman sat in it with tubing coming out of her yes and it's be draining some sort of fluid. You know, this is sort of intercut with them talking about him. Again, like, a lot of cuts forward and, like, jumping mm-hmm. back and forth. And so he rounds them up with this substance that makes them do anything and then puts them in the chair and drains them of something. So Dargo's like, well, okay, we have to go to Fretor's place and we have to get Jules and Chiana out. They could be in trouble. And... John's like, hey man, why are we just going in there? Like, maybe they're, maybe they're fine. Maybe they'll just go back to the bar. And Dargo's like, well, fine. Then you go wait in the bar. And John's like, yeah, fine, okay. And so John goes to the bar and Dargo goes off to uh, Fatal's place. And
1: Dargo, basically, Dargo knocks on the door, talks to the uh, the person uh, at the door, gives him the
0: customary Luxon hello of the Luxon fist. Actually, what kind of happens is we actually, the, the next cut is to Dargo turning up at the beach with John, and then oh right, and he tells uh, he tells John what so what Dargo happened.
1: Is, Dargo is telling the story to
0: John, who is telling the story of that story to pilot? pilot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of layers here. So when he gets gets to Fitor's place, he knocks on the front door. They open the door. And the guy dressed in like head to toe, li- another, another kind of gimp mouse with like holes in the front, and he says, Trades entrance is round the back. And he's like, Oh, oh, okay, oh, round the back, right, sorry. And then just goes to leave and just punches the guy in the face. <laughs> like I said, the customary Luxon fist, hello. And so he sort of storms in Whoa. and is like, Janna, Jewel, are you, where are you? And <laughs> so, like we said, there's been a lot of quick cuts of uh, little tiny scenes before now and one of those was jewel in an ice bath having yes. a lot a good time and that's where she is now like so that's that was from this part mm-hmm. and that was cut in earlier and so she, yeah she's just in a bath and it's like hey dargo how are you come on in yeah join us <laughs> and um shiana is uh off on the floor sort of lying down and laughing a bit and dargo's like hey are you go- are you okay and i yeah, we're fine. Fine. Mm. Did he give you something? What? No, no, we're good. It's like, right. did he hurt you? It's like, no, no, we're fine. And <laughs> Gianna thinks that Dargo's because he was jealous of her running, yeah. off, running off to have some fun with someone else. It's like, hey, we're not together, right? It's like, no, no, we're not. Together, it's like well then leave me what's alone. The what's wrong? Yeah, what's the problem? And dog is like, right, I've had enough of this. Jewel and like goes to grab her, and she's like, oh no,
1: no, I'm not decent under de- <laughs> under here.
0: And, she, and it's like, right, you're coming with me. Come on. And then Fritzel's men just pull guns out on him. And just yeah, like, which is like, hang on a second. Didn't we just explicitly say no guns? They're not supposed to have weapons. Yeah, and they just whip out guns, and so they force him to leave. She and she has like, just go, just leave. Yeah, just go, Dargo. Partially because I think she doesn't want Dargo to get shot, and partially because she really wants him to leave. <laughs> and so we then are back on the beach with Dargo finishing up that story, mm-hmm. and Raxel is there. So he's Dargo is upset with Raxel. He's like, "You didn't tell me about," and just grabs her by the throat and like, f- like chucks her down and is holding her by the yeah, throat,
1: choking her. And-
0: Johnson just starts casually talking to Dargo,
1: like, "Really? Did that happen?" Oh, by the way, you might want to stop that because I think you're killing her.
0: And he's right like, now, I wouldn't even mind. And so, but then what she does is she grabs out, like, a little spray and like sprays something in Dargo's eye, and he's like, "Ah, what? What was that?" And we cut to the bar where he's just dancing. It's like it's a yes. proper smash cut of like, "Boom!" Dargo's just dancing around like, "Oh yeah, ah." Cut to pilot. Pilot's what? like, <laughs> Pilot doing, I think, <laughs> what a lot of the audience is probably doing, like, pilot saying, no, what, what, no, 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 this story makes no sense. And John's like, look, Pilot, I know you're cooped up in
1: here all the time, but these these things outside actually happen. You don't see them, but these things happen sometimes, okay? And I'm like, are are you telling Pilot that he needs to get out more?
0: <laughs> well, Crichton says, look, look, this part, this part I'm trying to tell you, it's important. It really happened, okay? So this is the important part. Because Raxel sprayed Dargo with Love Potion
1: Number Nine.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> love Potion? Well, dancing—that's how you meet chicks, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and so we go back into the story, and Dargo, yeah, he got sprayed with some Freslin, and he's what? And we now get explained what Freslin is, and it's a drug that makes people attracted to others, or you know, make make yourself more attractive, or make you attracted to other people. Different blends less, do different things. Less attractive, and depending on the source. Yeah, de- effects depend where it's made from. And she's like Well, she thinks that Fitor wants the girls to milk them for Freslin and we are this is cutting in with Fitor taking Jewel into the chamber we saw earlier because she says that the main ingredient of it is found in sentient beings. So he's like, yes. It's in people. It's like, oh my god, Freslin is people <laughs> <laughs> And so yeah, that's why the figures why he's taking Jewel and Chiana, so that he can Get some more out of them. Two things in this scene, by the way. I am digging the bar
1: music for some reason.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And the whole way that Fetor is leading Jewel has lines on the wall that make it look like it's one of those puzzle mazes. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. Just starting to... Okay.
0: uh, How can I get... (laughs) uh, uh, Stop, Brett. You're watching the episode. (laughs) Oh, and also we did have a bit earlier where Fetor gives... Chiana, another dose of the Freslin. He said, "But this is a different batch, and it's always oh, What do you think of this one? He's like, oh, it's a lot more bitter because the last batch from the animal always is. So yeah. you know, he milks them until they're dry, basically. Apparently, the woman they were milking in an earlier
1: scene is no longer alive.
0: Yeah, and so back with Raxel and John. Raxel says that Fittor, he has her mate, Sal, and she wants to get him back. Just like because." She's like, well, why are you helping us? What's in it for you? It's like, she wants her mate back because it took yeah. him. Yeah, and we see that he—he's a regular Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, look,
1: I'm small, I'm ugly. Nobody really cares about me. Apparently, her mate does.
0: Yeah, he's the only one that does. So I you know, want to get him back. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. And so Crichton then notices that Fettel's assistant enters the bar, and he's up at the bar having a having a drink. And so John's like, right, that's the guy. I got an idea. Right before he tries to leave, he's like, ah, oh, no, John, no, John, nobody
1: wants to dance with me here. Come, come on, come, come to the dance with. John's like, no, no, Darko, stop.
0: Oh, look at the booty on that one. It's like, Tarko turns around, like, oh, oh, booty, oh, <laughs> and then goes off. It's like, <laughs> what? I love the,
1: the fake surprise of John's like, oh, <laughs>
0: look at that <laughs> one. Tarko just be like, oh, and going off. God damn it. and so then john goes up to the bar to talk to fettel's assistant and he sort of sidles up to him and says hey man i'm drinking it's like i drink alone like okay Yeah, i wasn't wasn't here for the drink anyway look uh
1: they say i can score some drugs over
0: here yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh one some Freslin, and uh apparently you're the guy to see and uh he's like initially like go away, just go away (laughs) like look I have a hole
1: burning in my pocket I have a ton of money and all I got is this cheap stuff I need the good stuff
0: Mm. yeah he says look Vitor sent me told me to find you and like and then the guy says turns around says well why didn't you say so before Look, telling you when you tell me I said I'm telling you now yeah and so he gives him a little silvery half ball half says look this will get you into the auction be there later it's at Fetor's compound tonight or like when the moon is high or <laughs> you know." so they're going to go and try and get Jordan Chiana out Okay, well, they got the invitation. But they're actually, what I I kind of appreciate is they're doing something relatively smart, which is they're going to scope out the place before they go in there. Before that scene starts, actually,
1: we cut to the place where uh, they were taking Jewel, and where she basically, she walks in there. and She's excited at first, and then she starts realizing what's happening, and you see the weird-looking chair, the milking device, fetor's mm. assistant, kinky handcuffs. Yeah, <laughs> He's like just going over those, and like, why are there fuzzy handcuffs here? That seems a bit um, <laughs> wrong. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they basically hook her up and start draining fluids. And Pilot cuts the scenes, like just freezes. Like pilot's like, no, that that's impossible. In that case, it, losing that much fluids, she would have been dead. But John's like, please hey, shut up and let me tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, pause. It literally freeze frames. I love
0: that so much of the interjects. Like no, that that's impossible. That doesn't make. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, God, I love in the previous scene actually i think the way it opens with dargo dancing like his head is bobbing back and forth like going across the screen like chicken and then back the other way and then back through it's just so, it's clear that they probably had a lot of fun making this episode yep so anyway they're going to scope out the place but the way they're doing that is uh Crichton has gone back to kabar the mantis alien man and mm-hmm. um, basically it's like, hey, man, just grabs him by the neck and he's like, hey, show me Fatal's compound layout or I snap your neck, man, or like, or you end up dead and he's like, show it, show me, we need to find Even if it's empty. Even if it's I empty. I just need yeah. the layout. Hmm. So he and Dargo
1: basically put the Starks on their face again then they start standing in the auction hall.
0: Yeah, it's a big empty hall. It's like a balcony higher up. There's some lighting and it's sort of dark. and uh, Clearly just, empty right now. Yeah, nobody there. And so they're looking aside ar- from. Well, yeah, because they're looking around, mm-hmm. and then ba da ba ba, it's Harvey out of nowhere. Some- yeah, it's like hello. It's like and hey. Dargo's like.
1: he's like this is Adam. John's like, no, no, come down, come down. It's, it's not Scorpy, It's Harvey. It's not actually Scorpy It's just Harvey. Just ignore him. And Harvey's like, oh well. Due to the unique situation we are currently in, I, I get the chance to meet you. Hello.
0: It's like Dar- it's um, hello, Dargo. Put her there. What- Actually, it's better than that. Cause it's like, ah, Dargo, give me five. <laughs> right. Because the way that the the video, well, the recording thing works is like, basically it's a shared consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that's how Harvey can show up to both of them. He's like, look, just ignore him, Dargo, here. He only shows up to give me bad advice. <laughs> and Dargo's like, I've had weird conversations with myself, but this is one step too far.
1: <laughs> well, I think more precisely he says, Nothing like this.
0: Yeah. Like, well, since I'm here, I might as well give you some help. And uh, he says, look over there, up on the walls. Two circuit breakers. Those will blow the lights to every level. And then darkness may be your friend. And he's like, yeah, yes, yeah. and in the back is the milking room. And so they go to check that out. And they're looking in there like, right, okay, let's count the number of steps to get there so we can get there in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, one, two... Three. They just count it by eye, and I'm like, that's not how you count steps, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and John comes up with uh, well, it's, uh, 10 steps, and Dargus is 8. And Dargus like, no, 8, 10,
1: oh, 8, d- 10, <laughs> 8. Finding human legs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, they've got their plan. They're going to bust them out of the auction room. Uh, I actually like that it cuts between them inside that recording and actually just outside with the tentacles stuck to their eye while they're, like, counting, like, one, two, no, ten, no, no, eight, no, ten. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Also, did you spot right as they came into this scene
1: because you see Dargo standing at the window and he's like, oh, why are we here? Yeah. He, he still has a headache over the last time, the, the last time he was drugged. Mm. And, John, and John walks by the first window and you briefly see him in the second window just waving at the camera mm. and then du- ducking out. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's not to the alien because that one is with his back turned. Mm. I think that was
0: for us. Maybe. <laughs> Ah, oh, I didn't notice that, but all right. <laughs> it's Very quick. Mm. So then we cut to uh, Fetor's chamber, where they were before, where Dargo had busted in. Mm-hmm. And Chiana's waking up, and it's like, Hey, where's Jewel? Jewel? Hey, Jewel. And goes walking around, and actually starts walking into the milking room. But Fetor finds her and grabs her. Gives another dose of the Fresnel, and it's like, Hey, no, 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 you do what I want, okay? And... We then see Dargo and Raxel now arguing. Because Dargo's
1: like, maybe they shouldn't do it, or he's having second thoughts or a different plan. And Raxel's like, no, no, I've worked too hard on this. I've planned this too well to be... Uh, and Dargo's like, wait,
0: what? Plan what? You plan, what did you plan? Like, you planned the whole thing? And she's like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't mean it. It's, it's like, And then Crichton comes in, and he's like, with a bag. It's like, hey, I got the 200,000 currency, I got the Couple pulse pistols. What's uh, oh, what's going on here? Dargo's like, Hey, she planned this, she planned this from the start. John's like, What? And basically, she says, like,
1: I knew that I couldn't get you to help me unless there was something in it for you. And Fetor wouldn't approach Janna or Jule as long as John and Dargo were in the bar, so she paid the girls to get them out of the way. And she's like, You caused them to get kidnapped. And Rax is like, No, no, no. I just created a scenario in which it could possibly happen that they got kidnapped. Like I like that first Dargo wants to punch her and John stops her and then <laughs> once halfway through the conversation John wants to punch her and Dargo
0: stops him. <laughs> it's great. And she's like, "Oh, all right, well we still have to go on with this." It's like, "Right, I got the two pulse pistols." And she's like, "You only brought two pulse pistols." Like, I thought you were the great John Crichton and Dargo. Flash cut to them high-fiving. Yep, high-fiving. It's like, you took down a shadow depository. Cut to shadow depository exploding. (laughs) I thought it would have been some pulse grenades or something. Like, Cut to the uh, gamak base exploding. (laughs) It's like, not just two pulse pistols. It's Bring a command carrier. Crazy command carrier zooms by. Yeah, your big (laughs) gunship. It's like, I thought you would have done better than this. And Dargo and John are like, wait, you've heard of us? Just like, yeah. yeah well, but... apparently all the stories were frell Yeah, well, they were all a bunch of dren. I like that. They're like, hey, wait, these guys have a rep now. <laughs> like, yeah, apparently. I mean, they did some big duty stuff, like blowing up the shadow depository, blowing up a gamut base, all that other stuff. Because we always compare this to D and
1: D. At some point, your characters are going to have a reputation. Reflect mm. that in the world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> have people actually be like? Holy shit! Are you where we think you are? (laughs) And so, like, well, she's she's not impressed that they only have the two pistols. It's like it's the best we could do, and they're getting mad again. Like, ah! And I think Dargo like jumps at her or like goes for her, and then she just sprays Dargo again with Freslin. She gets one punch in. He gets Yeah, but then sprays right. Yeah, he hits her once, and she's like, she's like, like, okay, fine, one. That's fair. I had that coming. Like, but one. then and sprays him with the freslin and but then Kabar speaks I was like hey I have a live connection something's happening and John's like okay okay and he puts the I uh, thingy the tentacle, tentacle just... on, on again and
1: he sees that Fator is basically saying to Chiana like look I can let her rest her being Jewel, I can mm-hmm. let her rest but somebody else will have to take her place and so he hooks up Chiana to the chair yeah and then John looks to the right like Dargo where are you right where... And a weird alien suddenly sta- is standing right next to him. He's like, yeah.
0: Yeah, like a uh, very different type of alien. It, it's basically, it's got long ears, no tentacles, just a high eyebrow ridges, like a little pincers on the bottom of the chin. Black beard. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, what, what the hell? And Draxel psh- says, well, this is what
1: the uh, Draxon does in this case.
0: Yeah, this is what the, fre- this is what the Freslin does. Fresna. Fresna. Sorry. Freslin! Freslin. <laughs> Mentats. Write it I... down. There's uh... a pen. <laughs> freslin. I will I will end you. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, Rexel's like, no, this is what the Freslin does. It makes him appear attractive to everybody, and that's what it made him look like. And it's actually yeah. Dargo. It's a disguise. Dargo's like, of. no, that's... I look the same. What do you mean, look in the mirror? Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. And it is actually... Handsome. Yeah, and it is actually Anthony Simcoe under a different set of makeup. Yeah, I noticed. Apparently, in the filming of it, he used a different voice for this version of Dargo. But Mm -hmm. uh, in ADR, they were like, no, we'll redub Dargo's normal voice over it, because that way the audience knows it's still Dargo. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. Otherwise, it gets you know confusing. You know, not that this episode needs to be any more confusing. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait, they were worried we might get confused. Yeah, with all the jumping ahead and cut, quick cuts and pausing. When the they start thinking the framing? Relevant? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely there's... not in the editing process. No, right. So, <laughs> and you know, to that point, pilot is having none of it, He's, he just cut back to pilot and he's like no no i don't believe any of this i don't appreciate you lying to me and just like no that's actually what happened then why does dargo not look like that right now it's, it's like, like cause metabolism metabolism because it wore off and pilot's like no i don't believe any of this why are you lying to me and Crichton says like how long have we known each other and pilot's, pilot's like two and a half very long cycles yeah I was like, and have I ever lied to you before? And Pilot was like, hmmm. Because I, I think John's been fairly honest with Pilot. I mean, aside from the moment
1: he didn't tell Pilot about the recording of Aaron killing the previous pilot of, the, of Moya.
0: Right. I mean, everyone on the ship was like, no, we shouldn't. Well, almost everyone was like, we shouldn't tell him that's a bad idea yeah but Rigel uh, thought it was a good idea yeah well. but yeah so on the whole he doesn't lie to pilot or try and deceive him and Moya but yeah so pilot I I like pilot in this episode is like you see how much the rest of the crew are getting to pilot and Moya yeah like what he has to put up with on a um, daily basis you think, I'm surprised he hasn't snapped before have <laughs> been like go, get out so John continues with the story and we go to the auction house, the big uh, compound, and they're walking in the door, and John's mm-hmm. got a bag of money, and uh, Feto is greeting people as they come in. Yeah, and it's
1: like, welcome, welcome. The best quality is here, and you shouldn't worry about the money. And Or, well, no, he says, we don't care who... Names are not important, but money is. So John says in
0: his best Southern American accent, yeah. like,
1: hey there, son. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here, and I, I only care about quality and not about money,
0: so... <laughs> and throws the, the stack of money at him. It's like oh good, and then chucks it back. And then sort of Dargo walks through, and he's sort of a lot of people paying him quite a lot of attention because he's been made to look very attractive. I was gonna say, he, my God, he's gorgeous. <laughs> my God, <laughs> <laughs> he's like sort of fending them off, and like oh no, excuse me, excuse me, coming sure. um, through. One lady
1: walks by him, just gives him a look, and he's like, oh, <laughs>
0: like hey, 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 stay on target, come on. And
1: Raxel actually gets uh, noticed by Fetor and
0: hmm. says,
1: I thought you didn't uh, deal in uh, Freslin anymore. You stopped. And she's like, no, 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 it's, I mean, not a lot anymore. I mean, uh, different different approach uh, these days. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, way you used to deal in this, it's like a long time ago, didn't for a long time. Yeah, and- that, because the, they're up at the balcony and John is standing on one side of Raxel, and Dargo, the other, and they just grab her, pull her away from the balcony. He's like, you used to deal in this st- stuff? Mm. Nobody, nobody ever died. Nobody ever died. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> look, I just want my mate back, okay? He tried to uh, steal the stuff, tried to work with him, and I told him not to do it, and it's just dangerous. We need.
0: To, I just want him back. And Dargo's getting angry about this, and she says, hey, look, look. Look, you gotta, you gotta stay calm. Stay calm. Otherwise, you're, you know, getting angry, high metabolism, wear off, present, wear off. Stay cool, mm-hmm. man. So the auction begins, and we've got a group of people, crowd around, and there's, there's basically there's a, a frame in the middle of the floor with uh, where people get they're tied up to, and they're basically auctioning off yeah. people. Yeah.
1: Basically, at the, uh, slightly higher at the front, basically at the middle of the stage. almost. Yeah.
0: And so they unhook the previous person, who is just some random guy. <laughs> And um, and Chiana gets hooked up there, yeah, and, and it's like, this is the great what does the announcer or the big just, angry guy say, like but he announces like this is the great wonderful feta Wee, and he comes up and it's like ah. and it's like and it's, and... there's organ music playing by the way, yeah. like in a um football stadium it's like ding, 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 and he throws up like a handful of like flower petals, like, hey, and the freeze frame sounds like, does this guy scream' Vegas or what? <laughs> yeah, and just rewind and then play it once more. Yeah, <laughs> I was expecting pilot to say something like, "What are you talking about?" Like, don't, don't worry about it. I <laughs> think pilot has assumed that if he doesn't understand, he'll just have to keep listening yeah. and see if it even matters. Mm. So yeah, fair Like, throws the petals up and is like, "Hey, let's begin the bidding," and we start with something like 25,000. 25, yeah, twenty five thousand, whatever. That I, it's. Space money credits whatever credits yeah, and uh goes up and up and eighty five and there's a bunch of different people with uh bidding and they're the paddles that you know that they use not really paddles but they're orbs that glow just like glowy mm. and then different you realize colors. you've seen like a quick cutaway to somebody holding one of those earlier yeah. in the episode you' are like oh the we'll-. very start of the episode actually yeah <laughs> the first shots we see it mm. and so the bidding gets higher and higher and it's like ninety thousand a hundred and then. John comes in with 120,000.
1: Yeah, um, and like, he's oh. like, whoa.
0: Also, the organist playing in response to this,
1: and I assure you hmm. that the moment John says that, the organ plays, ta-da-da-da, ta-da. Yep. <laughs> like, what? Okay. Excuse me, what? Did, did that organ player just do something that is used a lot in football stadiums and yeah, baseball maybe. stadiums, especially baseball?
0: Is there actually an organist in, in the room, or is it the soundtrack? could be either yeah <laughs> but it's it's playing it as if it's there mm. so yeah Crichton bids up high and then another man uh, outbids him says so mm-hmm. like 150 It's like 151 <laughs> like <laughs> uh, and then John says look could I expect inspect the merchandise a bit more and Fettel's like of course so he comes forward and just gets up close to Chiana and it's like S- sniffs her Pretend to sniff her and it's like, Gee, can you hear me? Where's Jewel? Because he's trying to make it look, you know, legit. He's sort of looking her up and down and getting up yeah. very close to her. As they,
1: as they bid it a little further at some point, he even asks her to be cut down for a moment so he can really get a feel for her.
0: Yeah, and up on the balcony, Dargo's getting pissed off at this. He's like, Arr. Like, thought you weren't together. It's like, we're not, but I'm still mad. <laughs> Rex is like, look, the Freslin is messing with
1: your mind. It's just all your emotions. You need to stay calm. He's just doing that to put up an act, okay?
0: There's nothing to it. And so Crichton bids again, and he gets outbid again to like 250000 Yeah, we've already established that he only has 200000 on him. So he's he's outbid, and he can't do anything, so he's like, ugh. It's like, hey, like hey, look, I'll get... I can bid higher if I have some more time, and it's like no more time. You step yeah. aside. Yeah, either have the cash money on hand or step aside. And John's like, shit. So he walks off, goes back up to the balcony, and trying to get sold to the other guy. And dargo is mad. It's like, did you have to caress her whole body? <laughs> Slams him John's and like, calm down. Look. We still need to know where Jewel
1: is. She's at the milking room. I'm going to go take out the lights. You head for Jewel, but don't do anything until I cut the lights. John starts walking away, and Dargo is still pissed and grabbed Raxel and is like, This is all your fault. Ah, calm down, calm down. And
0: he just Transforms back into Dargo. Yeah, and then everybody down on the ground floor looks up, it's like, It's the Luxon, get him because John's already down the stairs and he's like, Ah oh, oh, shit. He's like, ah crap. So he grabs the gun and they just start firing. It's a firefight. I love this fight scene. Mm. It is so good.
1: <laughs> because you have because we've seen remember the establishing shot with mm. John, Dargo and Harvey? Yep. Where we see the area We know how this layout, this is laid out. So you have a feel for where everybody is. Dargo's on the balcony, he gets ambushed from two sides, manages to grab one guy, making him shoot the other. Mm. Um, John is downstairs, basically has pulled his pistol at the middle of the floor, and just starts shooting the breakers out, and then Janice manages to free herself, stands behind John, who's Jen just in... Infrared lighting starts shooting people and the soundtrack behind this is so cool. It's like perfectly like the triumphant action scene.
0: Yeah. And, uh, th- again, we've seen, like, little snippets of this in cutaways in the previous scenes of, like, we're going to go to the auction house. It'll be fine. And then, pew, 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 And then cut back to, here's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we see, you know, what's going down. And so, yeah, they shoot the circuit breakers. The lights go out. It's like, right, okay. Dargo and Raxel are going to the milking chamber. It's like, right, it was eight steps. No, Crichton well, said it was ten. ten steps. It's like, oh, it's eight. I know what I'm doing. Shut up. Yeah. And so... <laughs> you just,
1: you, you cut into the room. That they're trying to enter the milking room. You're just a muffle. Because (laughs) was like... like, All right, fine, it was Uh, (laughs) ten. And
0: and they get in there and there's the assistant is sort of behind the chair with a jewel on it and, like, pointing the gun at them. And Dargo's, like, just flicks his tongue out knocks her out. It's like... like, (laughs) uh, But we also see Raxel's mate is in there and uh, he's, unfortunately, he's dead. So there's nothing they can do for him. And Raxel is... Upset at this, of course, and Dargo is unhooking Jewel from the machine. Yeah, and carries Jewel out. And in the hallway, John and Chiana
1: meet Dargo and Jewel going out. And John's like, Where's Raxel? She's still in there. Okay, meet you at the pod. And they go in, and Raxel is just standing there, triumphantly holding up what looks like a tiny chip or something. like, This is it! This is it! I got This it- is the technology he stole from me! The little idiot thought he could sell it to Fetor, and Fetor didn't even know it. They got it back! It
0: just runs it's off.
1: And like, God. <laughs> damn it, Rexel.
0: <laughs> she played them the whole time. She just wanted her technology back for the Freslin draining or whatever it was. So they're like, oh, all right, let's get out of here. But as they go to leave, Feto comes up behind him and attacks him. Minor detail, actually, because as John's
1: like, okay. Jen asks him, hey, give me that. You don't want to break that. She takes off the oh, night you- vision goggle and also she asks, like how's your neck? Fine, I guess. Okay. And she steps away just like huh? He turns around, gets punched in the face by uh, Fator, which is also something we've already seen happen. Yep. And they have a fight and John manages to free himself, uh, he gets choked at some point hmm. by uh, Fator with a wire. And John manages to free himself, on the guy, guard, punches him out. He grabs the gun, holds it up to John. And John's like, okay, okay. Gianna, however, is still there, throws a whole bunch of Freslin on top of the guy. He's like, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, having too much of I guess the the concentrated smell oh, yeah, of that must, stuff
0: would be horrible. I mean, they use a tiny bit when they they actually use it. So it's like a whole jar full of it thrown over him. It must be oh, yeah overpowering. And, and so Chianna just, just grabs a bottle and just starts pouring it down his throat. Oh yeah, it's like, hey, try some of this. It's like, oh, you know what the worst part is? She says he's gonna die happy. And so then they yeah. walk off. It's like she asks, like, Damn. how's your neck? Yeah, still good. <laughs> anyway, and then they just walk off and I'm like, uh yeah. what, what just happened? <laughs> how, how did Chianna know that? Well, do you remember when they? did uh losing time when at the end she's like no dargo's not in the neural cluster he's here it's like no he's not and then dargo walks in yes like is tiana predicting the future nah
1: Nah, i mean last time she did that she did that with a painting and that then turned out to be molders
0: don't get your hopes up (laughs) don't do it you've done it before Too late! Too no, late! Okay, So they managed to get away and Fator is just on the ground with a bunch of Freslin poured down his throat and just staring off into the distance. And ugh. So then we get back to Moya and Crichton yeah. is finishing up the story to Pilot saying like, look, hey, Raxel used us to get her yeah. stuff back. It's not our fault. Yeah, and now we're Persona Non Grata down there. We can't go back. Yeah, so yeah, that's why we had to come back after two days and Pilot is like, I still don't believe you. And Joel's like, look, okay, do you want me to start the
1: story again? And we just get the flash of him standing in the middle like, ah! And Pilot <laughs> immediately cuts him off
0: like, no, no, no. Like, no, thank you. It's like, I don't believe there are too many inconsistencies. It's like, well, he says, well, why don't you ask Jules and Chiana what happened? It's like, look, they're sleeping right now, and Pilot doesn't want to wake them. Mm-hmm. And so then cries like, look, I'll explain again. Pilot says no. Pilot says, Look, there's a planet nearby, industrial. industrial planet. There's accommodation there. We're arranging it for you. You, can, you and Dargo can stay there. We'll, we'll come back for you in eight solar days. And John's like,
1: But it really happened. It's like, Whether that be true or not, that still doesn't negate the fact that myself and Moya need some time away from all your bickering. Translation. We're sick of your shit, son.
0: <laughs> yeah, was like, just, we need a break for a bit, okay? And <laughs> Get lost for a week. And your adventure down on that planet for two days did not alleviate that, so you still need to take some time off. Yeah. And so he's like, look, just get your stuff, get out of here, go to that planet, we'll come back for you in eight days. And Crichton gets up and like, <sighs> fine, and then... He walks back to Dargo, who was apparently
1: standing there the whole time at the edge of uh, Pilot's chamber, and Dargo's like...
0: Why didn't he believe you? What was that about that slam duck? No, slam dunk. <laughs> it's like, like what, whatever. Do you want me to go over and try and explain it? It's like, no, no. this is... No, no, it's the other way around, actually, because John asks, like, do you want to explain it to him?
1: And Darvish just looks and you see a shot of Pilot just. <laughs> it's like,
0: no, no, I don't. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> so,
1: okay, well, let's just, just get going. And the music starts
0: playing again. And they're like, look, we need to get out of here. Be-. Like, he says, we we argue too much. It's like, oh, that is rubbish. And it's like, no, that's. Yeah, you argue. Like, I do not argue. You argue. It's like, no, you argue. No, no you, you argue. argue. No, no, come we, on. let's... We both argue. No, you argue. And it's like, look, shut up. No, no. just... Let's get out of here. And then, like, they go to. It's like, right, you open the door. It's like, no, you open the door. It's like, what am I? You- what, are- what are you? i got-, got to open the door for you? It's like, hey, I'm older hey, I- than you. I- Show some respect. Open the door.
1: <laughs> they-, they improv that last bit. It, didn't they i i bet they did i i, yeah, then, I wouldn't be would
0: surprised be, yeah
1: because like of course they could ben browder just walks through the door realizing they can't actually open it themselves
0: to mm. <laughs> <And> be like <laughs>
1: okay well just it brought this one <laughs> <laughs> i believe anthony simcoe could do that and oh like, yeah i, I think ben john browder could, well. uh, ben browder could
0: just Go along with it. And so they're just bickering, arguing constantly. You, see, you cut back the pile of them. <laughs> this is and why that's they. At the need... end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, and rather than the normal credits music, you've got basically lounge music that was playing yes. from that, and it plays over the credits. <laughs> and so. Oh, man. That was, that was the episode. That was scratch and sniff. Now, I want to say that. We tried our best to give this episode its dues and describe what happens, but there are so many like little cuts and little edits and jumping back and forth, yeah, this, and that we can't, cannot describe this. We tried our best, but um, yeah this, this just
1: it's going to only be experienced by seeing it
0: I think also True. if we had described every little cut and uh, edit in detail, this podcast would be twice as long. <laughs>
1: Three times as long, probably, and also you wouldn't have any idea what's happening.
0: No, um, that is kind of a problem, sort of a problem with this episode in that at least the first time through, it's a little bit confusing as to what's happening. Like you said, it's confusing for the first 10
1: minutes. After that, you start getting an idea of what's happening.
0: Yeah, I was able to keep track of most of the plot, but it's when you get little flashes of things that haven't happened. It's like, what what is that? What's going on there? Yeah, what's happening? I just started ignoring the flashes, and then in the second watch through... I was like oh yes. well this is kind of clever i think i like this this is definitely one of those episodes that really benefits from watching more than once because there's a yes. lot to take on and a lot going on uh, it's so much fun it is a, it's a ton of fun mm-hmm. and it's a and it has like a, i think it has the best action scene i've seen thus far in farscape nice and it's also it's a really good change of pace from the previous episodes we've had like on Moya, since moyer and talon split up because they mm-hmm. were just low they were like low energy not really much happening they were just waiting around for wormholes and some other stuff and it felt like they were just treading water really yeah. this like like we said the overall now, the overall story of the show hasn't really been changed but it was a fun episode with a lot of a lot of energetic like cutting and adventure and fun and ridiculous things happening so mm-hmm. i was a fan of it i really liked how much like how, god the must the work that went into like the costuming the new the, the yes. makeup for dargo the uh all of the different room full of bar full of aliens and raxal and you really again you get this nice feeling of a crowded alien bar and mm-hmm. it's not just an episode set on moya it's, something no, it's different. it's it's a Fun episode. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Really fun episode. Uh, what do we want to rate it at, though? Four out of five. Four out of five. I, I wasn't sure. Like the first time through, I was like, "Oh man, this is getting confusing. I don't know." And then, towards the end, I was like, "No, this is this is so much fun that I I think yeah. I'm okay with it." It's like I was going for a three initially, but I'm like, "No, this is this is fun." So I give it a four. Um, I can definitely see though for it being a confusing watch. Oh um, yeah. So, like, because, because I think because we are watching this for the podcast, I and mean, you know, watching it a couple of times, breaking it down, you know, we're slowing down to analyze it, so you can keep track. But if you're just if you just watch it once, like, say you you flicked over it onto the, on the TV, and like, what is, is that? Like, if?
1: Unless <laughs> you were. You've watched this series for a while now, and you know who everybody is. There is no way to keep track of what's happening in this. Yeah. This, this, is... Is, this is not one of those episodes you can just watch by itself. Yeah,
0: you, this is not a good jumping-on point. <laughs> no. But for the people who oh, have been following the show, this is a lot of fun and uh, something silly. So, yeah, that was uh, Scratch and Sniff, and... Also, uh, props again to Francesca Buller turning up for. I think, I think this is her best role yet. To be honest, yes, really. definitely. Yeah. Raxel was, and that's not that's not to knock on her other two. No, roles. no, not this was great. Yeah, Raxel is is really good because uh, she's just like a you know scheming, wheeling, dealing, like dibbler kind of. Oh, you know, mate, you know, I got a bit of this. Uh, not sure, and it's just a it's a great character and. It would be nice to see Raxal again, but I don't know if we see oh. Raxal a second time. No, Raxal we uh, sadly know. So apparently there's also an alternate ending that was filmed but didn't make it to broadcast, which is Raxal going on board Moya after John Chiana get rescued and wanting to stay, but she ends up being kicked out, basically. They'll, they'll let her off at the next planet. So I don't think putting that in matters that much, I think, because <laughs> it, it has the same result. Of her yeah, I think not, it's better to do it like this. Not sticking around. So yeah,
1: so but unless unless they were planning on keeping her around permanently, which I, I would have been okay. Oh with. Oh god, that, I would think been,
0: she, that would have been great. Oh, her, meet, her meeting Rigel. Oh, that would have been perfect. Now I'm sad I that. Would have had a field day. Now I'm sad that didn't happen. But yeah. So yeah, like I said, Raxel was a great character, and uh, I'm sad we don't get to see more of her. But yeah, yeah. that was that was a. Uh, Scratch a sniff, and like we said, we had a lot of fun with this one. And it's good, it's good to get something entertaining and exciting from this side of things, from Moya, rather than just what we've had before, which has not been not been too good. All right, so let's see what's up next week. We have... Oh, next week we start a two-parter. Ooh. Um, infinite Possibilities, the two-parter is called. And so next week is part one, da- Daedalus Demands. Hmm... So Daedalus, Icarus, wax wings, fly too close to the sun, oh, infinite possibilities. Very okay, metaphorical. Okay. So, hmm. Oh, yeah, I think this is a nice hook. So, the ancient, in the form of Jack Crichton, oh. comes to the John aboard Talon and accuses him of give, carelessly giving away wormhole knowledge. But John suspects that that's not what's happened and that his module has been copied by furlough way back. Season 1. <gasps> oh! Mm, Shit! Yeah. Whoa. That would be a great callback. I cannot wait. So that's a callback way back to two seasons ago. Season 1, episode 11, Till the Blood Runs Clear. And remember, he left the tape with Furlough. Like, holy crap, what a callback. Yeah. Two seasons later. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Always remember where you left your... Stuff, yeah. <laughs> so, again, like I think next week is ancients, wormholes. Maybe we'll get back to the main, maybe it's time to start advancing the main plot because that'll be episode 14. So, we're into like the last third of the season. And in previous seasons, that's when things start ramping up,
1: yeah. So, so that's I'm
0: expecting that's what's going to happen next, mm hmm. All right, well, we'll look forward to that and uh, we will be back with that next week so thank you everybody for listening and you can find us around the web on twitter at can't Wear hats and red at red nightmare seven hashtag branding <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And you can find everything else from me on uh, cantwellhats.co.uk, this podcast, other podcasts, and other projects, all which is supported by the Cantwell Hats Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cantwellhats. And don't forget, you can find this podcast on iTunes, links are on the website. And if you are so inclined, we could uh, appreciate a rating and a review or anything like that. Right, yep. so we'll be back next time. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good week. Goodbye. Oh. Oh, That's what if... Oh, God, red is that you? Oh, hat? yeah, oh, hats? Yeah, I, what yeah. happened last night? I think hey, we we meant we record th- the podcast. Oh, I think so. Why are you wearing that fan-shaped wig? I don't know. Hats, what's that over there? Oh, I can't just read. Oh, hang on. Uh, Babylon 5 TVZ? God, no. Oh, no. We got we got to go.